It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Now I made it to Thursday. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Special guest today in studio. Yeah, we'll hold off on telling you who that is, but... uh, (laughs) Thursday, April 28th, M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 414-1450. Don't forget to visit Thornton's. It's the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Ed Peak, the legend, the myth. The man, Ed Peak, in studio with me today. How are you, Ed? I come to you today with a bit of a heavy heart yeah. and a bit of uh, melancholiness about me. I woke up today and started to write the show like I do every day. And I wrote some NBA stuff, had some games last night, some Major League Baseball. I got Mets and Cardinals had a little brouhaha yesterday. Uh, I love baseball fights because they're not real. <laughs> um, Ronald Acuna is back. He'll play against the Cubs tonight for the Braves. The Bats beat Columbus last night. They'll go again tonight right here on the Big X from Columbus. And then the news comes out. Kenny Klein, the uh, sports information director and longtime guru of Louisville basketball, is uh, going to retire at the end of June. And you're right. Uh, I will say you're absolutely right. That's the word I would use. It is a sad day because this guy's going to be missed more than any coach that ever left the program, more than any student athlete that ever left early to go pro or anything like that, more than Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner. Kenny Klein is going to be missed. And now we're going to spend the better portion of this hour Maybe sobbing a little bit, but basically talking about what a great job Kenny Klein did and what the attributes are going to be to replace him. I'm going to let you, since you've been around it longer than Kenny Klein, which is hard to believe. That is. That is hard to I'm going to let you start with uh, just your first impressions here. Well, uh, he has been involved in athletics for 39 at the University of Louisville, uh, almost 40, and uh when I think of the University of Louisville, I always the first person I think of as far as sports goes or athletics is Daryl Griffith because I saw Daryl Griffith at uh, Duval Junior High, at Mail High, and then he led Louisville to their first national championship. But really, in basketball, but really, when I think of the University of Louisville, there's one name that always pops into my head, and that's KK. I always called him KK, Kenny Klein. He has been around longer than only two people left. Kathy Tronzo, his assistant, was there before him. She's been there 50 years, I believe. Now. Uh, 51 or 52 now. And uh, I started covering University of Louisville or hanging around or whatever when I was a student back in the mid-'70s. So I went through Joe Yates and John Crawley was the first sports information directors, and then for some reason, uh, and I don't know exactly how, it, Kenny Klein at 23 becomes the youngest sports information director in college sports. I mean, I didn't know him. Uh, a lot of people around, he's, he's from Tennessee. He's from uh, just uh, south of Nashville. And uh, ever since that time, Kenny's been 
uh, promoted to not only sports information director, but they call it assistant athletic director. And really, he is more than a sports information director. He is an assistant athletic director. Because remember the night we went, were you down there the night, uh, you were, the night the uh, roof leaked? Yes. Well, who's out on the floor getting things taken care of? Kenny Klein. Kenny Klein and uh, and to his right was Josh Hurd, who was taking every cue he could from Kenny Klein. <laughs> and and look, that's just the way it should be. Well, and if there's any, and did he get it taken care of? Yes, that's the question. Yes, yes. If he yes. had to climb up on the roof and seal it himself, Kenny he Klein would have done that. Uh, Kenny Klein, and I'm going to tell something. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be telling, but I'm going to tell it. Oh, Kenny Klein. At now n- I'm intrigued. Kenny Klein at night. If there was something going on that he needed to be aware of, he would take his computer to bed with him and work on that story at night in his bed getting ready to go to – well, and Kathy, I'll quote Kathy Tronzo on this, and God for, uh, <laughs> forgive me, but Kathy said Kenny was almost – how can I put this? A workaholic. Yeah. Now, Kenny never th- – I, I can you can tell when somebody doesn't think a job is a job. Didn't consider it work. The job, yeah, it, it was a job, but it wasn't work to Kenny Klein. And you know what? I want. I always tell this story. I only saw Kenny Klein get mad one time. I never saw him get mad at a reporter, a broadcaster, a student athlete, a student reporter, because there are a lot of times. Let me tell you, a lot of times. When journalists, broadcasters, whatever it might be, wrote and said things about the University of Louisville that would have had me on the edge of my seat ready to tackle that guy or, or girl, I never saw No Kenny. tackling girls. But no. Ahead. Well, not one time did I ever see in public. Now, I'm talking about in public in, or even in private or whatever. Did Kenny Klein ever get mad or say anything to these media people, that you're wrong, you, you get out of here, whatnot. The only time I ever saw him get mad, and he really wasn't mad, but he was he was not happy, was at Western Kentucky one year. Western uh, was good. Louisville was good as well. Denny Crum was a coach, and I believe, I believe it was 1987. Uh, Louisville didn't go to the tournament that year because Memphis won the tournament. Anyway. To get, make a long story short, uh, you know how it you get behind and and the the home coach talks forever. So we got it's late at night. It's getting late at night. There's a horde of media around, and Kenny goes, "Well, Coach Crumble, just answer any questions right here, and then we'll go into the media room, which is down the hallway." Well, here's these Western fans come walking along, and they're they're probably they're kids, uh, students. And they're yelling stuff at Coach Crumb. And Kenny goes out into the middle of the hallway where we're having this thing. And he goes, he didn't use any vulgar language. Or he goes, get out of here. We don't need you here. Go on. Get out of here. Get out of here. And I could tell he was mad. And he was just protecting his coach. And Kenny told me this one time, a long time ago. He says, I always protect the head coach. If a SID from another school, and, and this would happen occasionally at, at – tournaments like the conference usa and metro tournaments he goes so and so said they're going to go first win or lose or so and so's going to go second win or lose and he goes 
if they tell me that, then I got to coordinate that with my coach. Well, yeah. Coach Crum was 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 would stand on his head for you. He was a great guy to work with. And Coach Patino might have been a little bit different. Coach Crum would stand on his head for you. Him and uh, Kenny and Coach Crum were like uh, uh, one and two together. I mean, they never. I'm sure they never had words. They never. Uh, but but that's the only time that Kenny ever really got up, uh, upset at anybody. Now I'm sure some of the th- and he's had a tough road to hoe with first of all with with Coach Patino and all of his problems. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of situations to handle. Situations is, is a good way to, to. That's a good way to put way it. To uh, Coach Patino gave Kenny Klein a brand new car for his. Uh, uh, handling of the situations down through the years. He gave him a new car. Now, I don't know if everybody knows that. Based on the kind of situations, I hope it was a nice $40,000 Lexus. Oh, it was more than a (laughs) $40,000 Lexus. It was a nice – he still drives it. It's a red. put it that way, right? It's red. It's red. uh, uh, But getting back to things, Kenny is at the top. He's a Hall of Famer, number one. He's in the Kentucky Sports Hall of Fame. And I've always argued, and and this is just me, why do you put broadcasters and journalists and sports information people in the Sports Hall of Fame when this is supposed to be for athletes? Well, Kenny Klein is one that I would put in. I think it's for people who make a difference. It's for people. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nobody made a bigger difference than Kenny Klein. And even today, Ed, he doesn't set the bar – for the Louisville sports information director. Oh, no, no. He sets the bar nationally Absolutely. for sports information he is, director. Well, he, he, he is the statistics coordinator yep. for every Final Four for 36 years. His, his crew works has worked a ton of Final Fours, and they still work the women's Final 30, Four. He still, they still work the men's Final Four yep. 36 straight years. His uh, uh, clock crew, Mike Yedig and... The thirty-second clock person, uh, Kevin Bailey. They run. They do the women's ACC. Yeah, tournament. every year. Now, being as ACC and Carolina-based is the ACC is, I was almost nearly shocked that they took a, an outsider, what I would consider an outsider, to one of their events. They knew who that. was going to do the best job. They knew it was going to be Kenny's guys. Ab- we're going to do the best job Absolutely. because they were Kenny's guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and he Absolutely. treated other other media members, visiting team media members, as well as, if not better, and than his, than his local media members. Now, he treated me like gold, and he didn't have to. Okay? Here's my one Kenny Klein story. My first year of doing this kind of thing, I was getting media credentials game by game, and North Carolina was coming to town. And I got an email from Kenny two days before the game. He said, look, John, I just we've got a bunch of scouts coming. Just don't have room. I really – I'm sorry about that. I, I responded, Kenny, I completely understand. No worries. We'll, we'll do the next game. No big deal. He said, if anything comes up, I'll get in touch with you. Now, when you hear that, and it's your first year doing something like this, and <laughs> there are a whole lot of people in, in line ahead of you, I thought, okay, that's nice of him to say. 
He's not going to get back in touch with me. Okay, Kenny, thank you. Day before the game, hey, John, I get an email. A couple guys not going to make it, so I got you a spot. He didn't have to do that. He could have sent that email to me saying, if something comes up, we'll take care of you, and then just forgotten about it. And I would never have been wiser to it. It wouldn't have bothered me at all. He didn't do that because he wanted to take care of everybody that asked to be taken care of, and he spent 39 years doing that. Taking care of the media, John, as you well know, is a a thankless job. And, yes, they are pains in the neck. Media people complain. Spoken like a true pain in the neck. (laughs) Media people can be very hard to deal with. I'll tell you another, uh, and I'll be brief with this story. Uh, a gentleman and I, myself uh, named the Cardinal Fanatic he used to write a little column for a little sports report probably now 20 years ago named Bob Maxey. Well, Bob says, Ed, do you want to go up to Notre Dame? They're playing basketball in February. I said, yeah, sure. We leave the morning of the game, you know, early to drive to South Bend. And at Louisville, when you go to the gate, your pass, if you've requested one, is waiting for you. Yeah. And you don't have to dilly-dally around. If you've made uh, called Kenny or emailed him or whatever and he's gotten back with you, your pass will be there. We get to Notre Dame, and it's about an hour before the game. Now, Notre Dame, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, Notre Dame. And, you know, at uh, what's, it, uh, what's the name of the arena? It's the uh, Joyce Center. The Joyce Center. And we're in there. We walk in. and Athletic and Assembly Center. Athletic. And we said, uh, uh, Bob Maxey, uh, Louisville Sports Report, Ed Peak, Louisville Sports Report, whatever I was, whoever I was representing. And he goes, so we haven't gotten the visiting uh, media list yet. We usually get that about 15 minutes before the game. And Bob Maxey says to me, he says, 15 minutes before the game? Why is that? Well, Word got to Kenny. Here comes Kenny down the hallway with the Notre Dame credentials. He hands them to the guy, and he said, you need to get my people in there. These are my people. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a nobody. Why is he worried about me getting in, of all places, Notre Dame? I mean, Notre Dame, to me, is just about on the top. But that was Kenny. Because he cared. You talk. He took care of his people. He cared. He, he cared. That's the, that's the cared. number one thing word I would use. And you he know what he, he put before anything was the University of yeah. Louisville. Yeah. That's what he cared about because everything reflected off of him. I used to love watching him from his seat during a TV timeout run somewhere to grab somebody, take them over to the TV crew to get them on camera and get an interview you know, basically, hey, Kenny, you got two and a half minutes during this TV timeout. <laughs> we want you to sprint across the court, get this person out of the fifth row of section 118, get them down to the TV crew, get a headset on them, then run back across the court and get in your seat <laughs> before the TV timeout is over. And he, he always made it. You know what he still does? They have a little copy machine at the end of the uh, statistics row down there. And every timeout, they'll take the coaches of the visiting teams two or three copies of the current stats as the game moves along. Yep. Well, here's Kenny. He's down there. Kenny, 
40 years in the business, getting stats. <laughs> you, don't have a, you don't have a lackey for that? No, he you does not. You don't have an intern, something? He's, he's handing stats to the manager who hands them to the uh, to the team. Now, how many guys, that have, if you had a job there for 40 years, would you not have somebody? No, here's Kenny Klein. It's nothing's. It's 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 not below him. This which is, it, it, it. Congratulations if, to the next person, by the way, because this is going to be oh like following my. John Wooden oh. or K. Wood Ledford. Oh. Hey, I'm gonna. We're gonna take a quick break. It is basically the Kenny Klein Appreciation Hour. It will continue <laughs> after the break. I do want to talk a little bit about the third assistant that Kenny Payne hired yesterday. Interesting. All that and more. Very interesting. interesting. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Ed Peak, last minute special guest in studio on the day that Kenny Klein announces his retirement as Louisville Sports Information Director, effective at the end of June. I think, and I'm not sure about this because I haven't been able to read everything. I think he's going to hang around and and help out a little bit in other areas. Have you uh, I, heard any of I, that? I saw that. Uh... I'm assuming, uh, and I, when I assume, you should never assume. Never. Uh, as a reporter or broadcaster, but something to do with basketball. I don't know. I, w- I would guess, now, again, I'm assuming, that he'll still retain the uh, uh, statistics coordinator for the Final Four. I would think that would. If I'm him, I want to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, right, right. He would, yeah. Because would... have you seen his seat at the Final Four? Oh, <laughs> they're in one better. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. <laughs> He's got one in front of the NCAA guys yes. on the front row. Yeah. He's on that front Next row. Next to his stat crew, yeah. Mark Emmert's looking over Kenny's head. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. If you uh, have a Kenny Klein story, love to hear it. 384-1450, 502-384-1450. Uh, Thornton's text line still open as well, 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And also want to thank both Alex Cupper and uh, Kelly Leonardo, who uh, got the Thornton's text line up and running. Gosh, it's got to be a year now that we've been uh, using the Thornton's text machine. Back before that, it was just the regular text machine. But uh, Alex Cupper of UofL football? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I know people, Ed. Yes, you do. I, know, I mean, I know you may not realize that. No, you you, you know a lot of people. But I, I know at least five people. Um, <laughs> Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com, or you can call 812-725-1457. Again, play Chariot Run. Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, all under $25 a round, cart included. Get yours today. Supplies are limited. I'm actually hitting the links today with our boy Tony Burke and a couple other guys. We're going to Wooded View over here in Clarksville. Not on the golf card, but keep in mind, I was asked to play. I didn't get to choose the course today. So Wooded head View. To, headed to Wooded View in Clarksville, Indiana. May I assume, again, it's not good to assume. It may be my first time at Wooded View. A, a, a lot of trees, maybe? Wooded View? That's uh, never good for me. No. If they're in the fairway, I won't hit them. <laughs> but if they're not in the fairway, <laughs> they're in trouble. Uh, all right, quickly before we get back to the uh, Kenny Klein Appreciation Hour, uh, Josh Jamison named the third assistant Kenny Payne. 
I said this yesterday uh, before the press conference on the air. We had no idea who this was going to be. Kenny Payne is doing a fantastic job, and I love it, of not letting the media know what's going on. How is he getting away with this in the days of social media that we're in? How does he get away with that? Well, I think, number one, he keeps everything close to the vest. I feel, like no, I feel like nobody had this guy on the radar anywhere. Oh, I don't think anybody had had this guy on the radar. The the, the one that, that popped up most often was obviously Milt Wagner. Uh, number One of the reasons Milt Wagner popped up was uh, his grandson, uh, D.J. Wagner. But I had no idea he would go to Oregon to get uh, to get an assistant coach. Have no idea. I have. No, I didn't. I'd never heard of the guy until now. But you can bet one thing: he'll know. He knows what he's doing. Or Kenny Payne wouldn't have him here. Yeah, I would agree with that. He has. He has. And here, here's a key. Here, here's a good thing. And, and, and Rick Pitino did this as well. And Denny Crum did it as well. Also, you just didn't hear as much about it. You need to uh, have people around you that are good assistant coaches. You need good assistant coaches. You don't need a yes man sitting next to you saying, hey, uh, this is not working. And, well, why is it working? Look, you, you need somebody who's going to disagree with you. And I think uh, uh, Kenny Payne is going to learn a lot in, this, in his first season. So his name is Josh Jamison. He was at uh, Oregon. Um, here's the, I don't want to say baffling, but here's the questionable part of this. Josh Jamison uh, had a one-month suspension from the University of Oregon in December of 2018, as well as a two-year show-cause penalty from the NCAA for a collection or a, or I guess I should say for multiple rules violations. Now, if you're Louisville and you're a Louisville fan, the last thing you want to hear about anybody that's being brought into any coaching position in any sport right. are the words right. rules violation. Rules violation, yes. Um, so now Kenny Payne has autonomy here. I'm sure when he got this job, part of the contract or part of the understanding was I'm hiring my staff. I'm hiring who I want to hire. And the, as well it should be. And the answer was be. absolutely, of course you are. It should be, yes. Um sixty-four occasions. Josh Jameson. Now, this is not going to sound bad, and uh, and I will say this ahead of time. I don't think these are bad. Sixty-four occasions, Jameson participated in or observed voluntary workouts with Oregon players, officiated scrimmages, he held shooting sticks for guys to shoot over, he shagged balls. Okay, a ball rolls at my feet. I'm sorry, I'm going to pick it up and throw it back out on the court. And timed conditioning runs. All of those items were no-nos because he was not a coach at Oregon. He was director Director of basketball basketball operations. operations. And as such, you are not allowed to do certain things during practices that assistant coaches do. Well, That certainly seems nitpicky to me. But guess what? Chris Mack... And Dino Gaudio, that whole thing was about, well, we had student managers and guys that aren't coaches doing things during practice. Sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah. Well. I hope it's not a big deal. I, I, I don't like, think it's a big deal. Well, he, 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 ser- he served his two he years. He got the two years. It's That's over. over with. And now he's a coach. And you know what? If he does the exact same things, it's fine. That, that's, that's the baffling thing about NCAA. 
in their rule book, which is probably looks like a dictionary of 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 stuff. The NCAA and Jack Swarbrick said this in Notre Dame AD the other day. Ten years from now, there's not going to be an NCAA. Yes, he did. Yes, it's, it's, you, it's not going to be around. You're right. And Mark Mark Emmert is leaving in 2023. Wow, we get him for another whole year then. Awesome. Very excited about that. All right, so now you got Nolan Smith of Duke, a former Duke player, squeaky son clean. of Derek Smith, squeaky clean. Danny Manning, former Wake Forest head coach, former MOP of the finals with Kansas, national champion. Squeaky clean. As Nolan Smith was, national champion. And you got Josh Jamison, Oregon assistant, who Kenny Payne has known for a long, long time. By the way, I know this doesn't mean anything right now, but I'm going to whisper this into the mic. He's a Nike guy. Okay, we got Josh Jamison from Oregon. Nobody with Louisville ties. And Nolan Smith, I guess you could say, has Louisville ties because of his dad. Right, right. However, nobody that played at Louisville is on this staff. And when Kenny Payne was introduced, the question was, which former Cardinal is he going to have on his staff? He's got none. Are you surprised? Mm, Just a little bit. A little bit. uh, A little bit. And that was a um, was that a media creation? Probably that, that, yes. Uh, I wonder yeah. which yep. U of L player, whether it's Milt Wagner or or Jerry Eves, or I mean, you throw a million names. Yeah, out there. Right, right, right. Which right. one of these guys is Kenny going to put on staff? Kenny Payne never said I'm going to put a Louisville guy on staff. Exactly. So, well, there, so is, you this hit the media, nail, is this a media? Creation? You hit the nail on the head. He never said that, and the media assumed that it would be, and it wasn't, and. Lo and behold, no former Louisville guys. Well, uh, Rick Pitino never had a former Louisville. He had Kentucky guys on on his on his staff. Well, that's okay. What's and he and he had <laughs> he had uh, uh, what was the little guard that played for him that was a uh, like a uh, he had Rod Strickland on the staff as right. uh, but he was he was one of those director was, of basketball operations right. guys that I don't know why he sat on the bench maybe. He's on the bench during games. Wasn't supposed to be a practice now. He was, he, he was a DePaul guy, Rod Strickland, Strickland yeah. was. And then he had uh, all the guard that played on his national championship team. Uh, uh, well, Turner. Uh, Wayne Turner. Wayne Turner. was. He sat on the bench, but he wasn't really kind of connected with – he was basketball assistant. Who knows? Our man T.J. Walker from the Kentucky Roll Call, which you can hear every morning from 7 to 9 right here on the Big X, says Larry Vaught said Kenny Klein is the best man ever. That's ever. That's Larry Vaught. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, that's, that speaks volumes. Well, I know I know Larry Vaught, and he has a continuous uh, uh, battle, I should say, with Kentucky Sports Information <laughs> yeah. and their people. He. Larry, bless his soul. Uh, he, he has a tough time. Look, and uh, back to the Josh Jamison thing, I will say this about it, uh, Ed. Kenny Payne better be right here. He better be right. There better be no improprieties, and there's no reason to believe there will be. Right. But you're kind of sticking your neck out a little bit, a little bit when you hire anybody with any former issues with the NCAA at this university. Right. So you better right. be right. Right. Yeah. You better be. Uh, you better be squeaky clean, and uh, like you said, he served as two. But it was a different situation. Now he's an assistant coach. Uh, yeah. Know, all the things he did, he can do now without any repercussions. I mean, John, the the, the he shagged, ringer. He shagged a ball. <laughs> he the held, ringer. He held a broom up 
and had a, a six foot eight guy shoot over top of it. Oh, that's a violation. It's a violation. That's a violation. You can't come out of your office and it, do that on it, the court. It, it's like me uh, pulling up to the corner down here, and the, the light goes from from red to yellow as I'm approaching, and I put on the gas, and I get and when I get right to it, it's yellow, and I go under it, it turns red. Yeah, I'd pull you over for that. <laughs> I mean, just you. I'd pull you over for that. Oh, but I, uh, yeah. I was sitting here thinking. And, That's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> the uh, experienced old—I call—I'll call them old heads, but that—that's really not the correct way to put it. Put long tenured people. Long that? ten. That's very good. You like that? Very. I do. Very good. In 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 not in any way that this uh, correlates, but it does in a way. In a way, it does. No oh, idea where you're going. <laughs> okay, Mike Shishetsky. How many years at Duke? 81, 40, 41? 40. Roy Williams, how many years at Carolina and Kansas? A bunch. Close to 40. Close to 40, if not 40. Is that the number? <laughs> I'm making a point. Okay. Um, Villanova, Jay Wright. Not 40. Not 40, but in college athletics. Yeah. Probably 40. Kenny Klein, 40, 40. years. Now, I will – uh, state this, things have changed. NIL, transfer portal, fill in the blank. Uh, I don't think Kenny ever had a problem with a student athlete. Uh, coaches are funny. They're, they run hot and cold. They, get, they lose, lose a game, a tough game. Uh, you know, Kenny's got a job to do. And I'm sure that at times that, that he's probably bucked heads with the coach for whatever the reason, uh, win or lose, but particularly when you lose. And uh, uh, But you know what? That is a long time. And just think of the different personalities he's had to deal with. Now, he dealt mostly uh, – he was a basketball SID. But yep. you had Howard Snellenberger here in football. He was a big-time personality. They had John L. Smith, who was not a big-time personality. They had uh, 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 Petrino. You going there? Are we going there I'm, yet? I, no. I, I was going to say, we, then we had Ron Cooper. And then we had uh, <laughs> Charlie Charlie Strong, who was a, a big personality, but not in the way that you might think. And then we had, then we had, uh, we had Petrino before, 1.0, and Petrino 2.0. And Steve Cragthorpe. Oh, and Steve oh Craig did you forget yeah. that one? No, I, intentionally. <laughs> well, we try to. Uh, um, uh, okay, and then you had, and then you had in baseball, Dan McDonald in women's basketball, Jeff Wall. Here's another guy. Jeff Walls would stand on his head. Yeah. He said, "Oh man, can't we go another five minutes in the post game press conference? Can't we go another five minutes?" <laughs> My wife was in charge of leading the team from the teams, from the uh, dressing room to the media room. And she had a stopwatch, and the NCAA says at 10 minutes. That's it. Players must be going. Well, uh, she had Louisville on the final day, and Nick comes out and says, I got the players. Here's Jeff. She has to go. <laughs> She's going looking for Jeff. Jeff's in the stands talking to fans, and he comes walking down, and he says, and she, <laughs> she says to him, oh, where where you been? I've been looking for you. And he goes, oh, am I late? <laughs> He goes. Yeah, you got two minutes left. <laughs> he goes to her. He goes. I, will this be 
uh, uh, cut off of my time talking to, and he's sitting there and he's talking, and, and the the moderator says, "Jeff, thank you very much. We're all finished." And he and he looks over. Oh man, can't we continue? Oh, you don't find guys like that. Moderators much. love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, the NCAA will fire me if we continue. <laughs> so Kenny Klein stepping down uh, at the end of June as sports information director. Everybody's got stories, and guess what? They're all positive stories. You don't hear a negative story about Kenny Klein. Uh, there's not many people that can say that. And the difference between dealing with Coach Crum and dealing with the following coach, Coach Patino, had to be enlightening. Is that the word for Kenny Klein? A headache on a daily basis, maybe? Yes, but. Great coach. But. Kenny and Rick always seem to get along, and I think the reason being. I think I know. Go ahead, though. I think Rick deferred to Kenny because he was Kenny Klein. I think you're – well, I think Rick knew that Kenny was U of L. Yeah. Athletics. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. If Rick Pitino didn't get along with Kenny Klein, the fan base is going to say, we know who the problem is here. It's not Kenny Klein. Right? Exactly. I, I, I'll give you another quick story. We'll take a break. Hang okay. on to that I got, story. It's a good story. We'll have more with the Kenny Klein Appreciation Tour <laughs> with Ed Peak in studio. Uh, I will talk a little NBA. I'm over my last five picks. So Buck in uh, Shively's making a lot of money because he bets against my picks. Over two again last night. We got three games tonight. <laughs> I'll try again. That's all I can say. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Ed Peak joins me on the uh, day that Kenny Klein announces that he will be retiring as SID at U of L. Uh, before we get back to that discussion, Big X golf cards are ready. The uh, card features Chariot Run, Elk Run, Valley View, Old Capital Golf Club, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play all five courses under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. That's Old Capital Golf Club, Chariot Run, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, under $25 a round, cart included. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Supplies are limited, so get yours today. Indiana Larry texts me on the text machine, which is Thornton's text machine, 502-414-1450. Indiana Larry says, Wooded View is in terrible condition. Oh. Just aerated the greens. That might help my putting. <laughs> I need a bumpy green. I'm certainly not going to put it where it should be putted. I mean, thank you, Larry. I'm looking forward to playing now. Uh, you had a story about Kenny, and then I'm going to ask you who the replacement should be. Oh, I know you don't have the oh. answer, but I thought I'd put you um, on the spot. You had another Kenny story? Louisville in 1986. They win the national championship, and they had, and this won't happen Again, but in 1986 it happened. They invited fans to come back, come to the airport to welcome the team back. Nowadays they get them on a bus and they take them somewhere to the arena or whatever. Right. And my wife, sister-in-laws, and all of the family, uh, this is back before me, this is 86, and they go out to the fairground or to the uh, airport. Uh, Stanford, then Louisville Stanford Field. Well, 
Guess who gets off the airplane with the national championship carrying? Carrying. If it's not Kenny Klein, this is a terrible story. It's <laughs> it's Kenny Klein. Okay. He's carrying the national championship trophy, and everybody wants to get a picture with Kenny Klein. Everybody's got to have the picture. My wife included, my sister-in-laws included, and they said he was so nice that they all got their picture taken with the national championship, you know, and, and probably hundreds of people are yelling, hey, over here, over here, over here. That was that was something that really sold my wife on Kenny Klein, that he was so uh, – Unbelievable person. Opening, open to – I mean, Kenny Klein was a people per- – Kenny Klein is a quiet guy. You won't hear a peep out of him. Yep. You know, you walk past, hey, KK, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? You know, Unless he, you need something, then he'll talk to you until what you need is taken, is taken care, of. care of. Absolutely. You know, you just don't find guys like that. No. Or, or in, in, especially in these high-profile – and I would, I would put Louisville as one of the high-profile uh, college uh, uh, athletic uh, teams to cover. You, won't, you just don't find it at other, other universities and other sports information departments. I mean, but you're absolutely right. If you needed something, Kenny Klein took care of it for you. Who's a replacement? Who wants this job? Who wants to follow Kenny Klein? Oh, my goodness. Gene Bartow? Maybe Gene Bartow can uh, come back from the grave. And, <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Hacker? I mean, you got to follow Kay Wood Ledford here. That's what you're doing when you're trying I to follow Kenny Klein. I don't think anybody, and this is not a knock against the people that are currently there that are under Kenny, I don't think any of them, I think they all know that the job would be too cumbersome to tackle. How many times will the next person hear the words, Kenny didn't do it that way. (laughs) Kenny wasn't like that. Kenny took care of that. Kenny did it. Kenny said it was okay. Why don't, yeah. It's going to be a hard, whoever gets the job or does the job. I think I want that job now. I think I want it. (laughs) Oh, I I would. I I think I want it. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I do. Uh, for For all the. Headaches that you and, and we're just talking from. I'm retired, Ed. <laughs> I can spend 18 hours a day pleasing people. It's John, easy, John. We're local media. You're right. We're, we're local, and we are there. But if not every game, almost every game, football, basketball, Try a lot of the baseball, yeah. and women's women's games as well. What do you think about that national? Kenny Klein was thought nationally. You know, you'd hear occasionally somebody would say, "Thanks to Kenny Klein for." You know this yeah. or that, or and it didn't matter to him whether you thanked him or not. He just got the job done. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he, like I said, for being as quiet as he is, and to be a people person like that, and not to somewhere along the way slip up and really get angry at somebody and say, "Well, your pass, I'm, I'm taking your pass away from you. you ain't never coming back." Never heard it yeah. one time. Never. And he probably had a Never. lot of reasons sometimes oh, to absolutely. do just that. Ab- ab- uh, absolutely. Rafters, does he get a, a banner in the rafters? I would. Now, I don't I don't know if he will, but I would get some kind of saying honor. You know, 40 years is a long time, John. You could make the argument that he was more important to Louisville athletics, especially Louisville men's basketball, in the last 40 years than anybody. And that includes Coach Crum and it includes Coach Patino. Well, he was the conduit for 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 Coach Crum, for Coach Patino, for all these coaches. I mean, he he was the guy that, and I'm sure it, in there somewhere, the coach would say, "Ah, why should I talk to? Yeah. Why should I do this? Or yeah. why should it?" Kenny would probably say, "Well, Coach, it would be, it would help the university. I think you'd 
help yourself by doing it. Just watch he, what you say. But. He was not. Pro- <laughs> I mean, he was not self-promoting. He was promoting the University of Louisville. Absolutely. Um, all right, we got a few minutes left on the program. The Reds are three and fifteen. Ed, you would have to bring that up. Your Cincinnati the- Reds are three and fifteen after losing eight five to San Diego now, last night. By the way, wait a minute now. Twelve thirty five start today. Let me check. Are they already behind? Uh, it's one nothing San Diego. They're, bottom of the first. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Bottom of the first. They have given up first wow. inning runs. They have. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, is it possible to be out of it before Derby Day? It's. It used to be Memorial Day. Now I'm going to say Derby Day. This team is not fun to watch they're, at all. They're boring. Uh, I haven't watched. I've been. Well, to two, I'm going to be been honest. To two bats games, and they've been much more exciting than any of the Reds games I've tried to watch. Believe it or not, the bats games have been more exciting. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I've been to, I've been to four bats games, and matter of fact, kind of funny. They bats have only won six or seven. They won of the four games I've been to. They've won three of them. I'm over two. Oh, hmm. uh, they your, did. Your be, pass has been revoked. They beat Columbus seven to five last night. <laughs> the bats back on the Big X tonight. Six fifteen, first pitch. So I'm going to guess five forty five on the uh, pregame. I Nick get the Curran. thumbs up from Douglas. So 545 pregame, Nick Curran will bring you all the action from Columbus series, six-game series tied at a game apiece. You like that? Six games and then a day off? I do. I talked to Nick. He doesn't like it because he said by the fifth and sixth games, you run out of things to talk about with the other team. Yeah, you're right. Uh, That's a good point. But uh, as far as travel goes, if I was Nick Curran, let me put it that way, I don't think I'd like it because – like, he's going to be away from his wife and his young child six days, Columbus, come back for one day, and he's gone for another week. Right. But this is the only time all year they do that. Okay. They do it one time. Okay. And the well, reason that, they do it is because of the bad. Derby. That's it's not bad. Because of Derby. Because yeah. if you're on a three-team road trip, then you're gone 9, 10, 11 days there. If you, got, if you give me every Monday off, six at home, and then another Monday off, six on the road, and you keep alternating. I'm I'm good with that. The I only think. difference, and and I'm not blowing my own horn, or or I'm just going to speak from experience. In 1982 and 1983, uh, from after the first month in '82 and '83, I saw every game, home and away, and, and being the broadcaster. Redbirds. Redbirds. We had a 12 game, three city trip to Oklahoma, Omaha, Oklahoma City, and Denver. It's May the tenth, I think, or twelfth, somewhere right around there. So right after Derby. Derby, yeah, Derby was. We're always out of town during Derby. We roll into Denver. It's sixty-five degrees. <laughs> we get to the ballpark, take batting practice. It starts to rain. By the time the bottom of the second inning got there, they halted the game. By the time we left, there was two inches of snow on the field. Nothing we like were snowed, May in Denver. We were snowed out for the next three days. We comes back, come, we go back in July, the middle of July, and play a six-game series. We had three, two or three doubleheaders, and we did win four out of five or five out of six or something like that. And Denver was in first place, and uh, uh, but I'll never forget that snow in May, <laughs> in mid-May in Denver. All right, uh, quickly, NBA Milwaukee closed out Chicago last night, one sixteen, one ten. The Bucks will now get the Celtics. Uh, Chris Middleton out for that series with his knee issue. Uh, The Celtics, four-and-a-half-point favorites early here. Game one is Sunday. 
in the Boston Garden, 1 o'clock on ABC. Golden State closed out Denver last night, 102-98. to Steph Curry with 30, Klay Thompson with 15. The Warriors outscored the Nuggets 32-20 to in the fourth quarter for the come-behind win. Golden State now awaits the Memphis-Minnesota survivor. Three games tonight on the slate. Let's give you the winners. I've tried to give you winners. You know Buck and Chavley, you're going to go the other way. We understand that. <laughs> Philadelphia-Toronto. Philadelphia leads the series three games to two, but they've lost the last two. Going back to Toronto tonight. Sixers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Doc Rivers has ta- has just been going off about how he's getting a lot of grief for losing 3-1 leads in the past, not being able to win anything and- except when he was with the Celtics in the big three. I think Philadelphia closes out Toronto tonight. I'm going to give the one and a half. 7.30, Phoenix at New Orleans. No Devin Booker again here for Phoenix. They're two-point favorites in New Orleans. And I've said this for the last week and a half. New Orleans good. They are very, very talented with Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum and that whole group. I think New Orleans wins outright tonight. I'm taking the two Hmm. points there. They even the series and head back to Phoenix for game seven. And finally, 10 o'clock, late game, Dallas at Utah. I don't think Donovan Mitchell's going to play. He injured his hamstring late in game five. Uh, it's a pick em. On the road, Dallas. Luke has been great since he's been back. I think Dallas closes out Utah tonight, take the Mavericks in the even game. So Philly minus one and a half, New Orleans plus two, and Dallas in a pick em. Quick question: Your favorite to win the East and the West? I'm uh, going to say I'm going to guess. I'm going to I'm going to guess Milwaukee in the East. I'm going to stick with Milwaukee, even though they don't have Middleton. Everybody's on the Boston Celtic train right now, and I'm a Celtic fan, but I'm going to stick with Milwaukee. Okay. I said it before the playoffs: Milwaukee and Phoenix. Golden. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, since well, I said it, Middleton got hurt for Milwaukee. Booker got Booker hurt for got Phoenix. Hurt for Phoenix. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think Phoenix gets by New Orleans, but after that, you know, they're going to probably have to play Dallas. And Luca's still Luca. You think Dallas will beat out uh, uh, Golden State? Uh, no. Golden State awaits the Memphis Minnesota survival. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And Memphis, Minnesota, that has been a fun series to watch. And everybody talks That's about the Warriors and Steph, and you want to watch the Celtics and Brooklyn when they were in it. Memphis, Minnesota is fun because Memphis, Minnesota games aren't 100 to 98. Memphis, Minnesota games are 120 to 119. <laughs> and and John ja Morant is fun to watch, man. Not in my wildest dreams did I ever think that the T-Wolves would have a shot to win a first-round series. The T-Wolves. The and they're, T-Wolves. they're playing well. You know what? They're down three two. They should be. Or they're. Uh, so, yeah, they're down three two. They should probably be up. Where's that they game probably tonight? Should have already T-Wolves won that series. and that's uh... uh, tomorrow night. They play in Minnesota. Huh. Okay. Want to thank Ed Peak on short notice for uh, short. dropping <laughs> everything and coming in to talk about uh, the story of the day, which is Kenny Klein retiring. Appreciate you, Ed. Be thank back you. tomorrow to set you up for the weekend. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.